forgot for a second that you can't reply back. This is, this is a good start. Okay, yes. Try this again. <clears throat> good morning, Revlon! My name is Lysphere Lindenbar, and you're listening to The Breeze in the Trees, the Towering Forest premier radio station. And this is my new show, Dear Lysphere! Around the Towering Forest, I'm kind of known for giving good advice. So I went to the radio station and asked the station manager if he was looking for new programming. And he was really enthusiastic. Well, his exact words were more like, Sure, why not? No one listens to the station anyway. But I really felt his excitement. And I figured this would be a nice break from the 24-hour programming of flute music and the sounds of leaves rustling in the breeze. Not that there's anything wrong with flute music. My best friend, Raedra, is one of the best flautists in the forest. And speaking of Raedra, she actually submitted a question this week. For this episode, I just asked a few friends and family members to write questions, since the general population of Grevelon doesn't know the show exists yet. But if you're listening to this now, you can send us your questions through the mail, or just tell your speaking plant you want to call Lysphera at the Towering Forest radio station. So let's start off with Raedra's question. Hey Lysphera, you told me to ask you a question, so here it is. Last week at the festival, my friend said she was going to enter the archery competition with me, and then she disappeared at the last second. My question is, was she born without a backbone, or did she just lose it at some point along the way? Thanks, Raedra. Huh. Okay, um, seems like Raedra's still a little sore about something that happened last week. Um, well, Raedra, I'd say that maybe you should try to speak directly to your friend and try to see things from her point of view. Like, maybe you should remember that your friend is terrible at archery, and maybe she suddenly pictured a very vivid scenario in which she shot the arrow and it flew into the trees and impaled a bird. You know, just something to consider. Hope that helps! Now before we move on to our next question, I thought I'd share a little more about me, in case you're wondering who is this velvety-voiced elf answering questions on the radio? Well, like I said, my name is Lysphera, Lys for short, Lysphera Vanali Niesa Elmadia Lindenbar for long. Also, my brother calls me Fifi, but that is a privilege that starts and ends with him, and I probably shouldn't have even brought it up on the radio. Moving on. I am 176 years old, so I am on the younger side, but I'm getting to the point when most elves in the Towering Forest are expected to make their own way in the world. Currently, I live with my mothers, Aerith and Phelan, and when he's around, my older brother, Lenrol. He's usually not home, though, because he is a traveling handyman. Best in the business. I actually technically started this show last week, but the old antenna wasn't working, and everyone just heard the sounds of rustling leaves outside and assumed that programming was going on as usual. But Len was here for a visit, he installed a brand new antenna, and here we are! The station manager was really pleased. He told Len that he saved the entire forest, and he couldn't imagine what would have happened if no one had been around to fix this hunk of junk that no one cares about. Oh. Oh. After saying it out loud, I think, I think that might have been sarcasm. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, enough about my brother. I, on the other branch, am still trying to figure out what I want to do with my very long elven life. In the past month, I've tried archery, which ended with an arrow in someone's foot, Wood carving, which ended with handfuls of splinters, and poetry, which also ended up with an arrow in someone's foot. Figure that one out. But then I thought, hey, I give pretty good advice. Why not try to start an advice radio show? So here we are, trying it out, and praying to Namorous that no one ends up with an arrow in their foot. So that's just a little about me. Let's move on to our next question. This question was submitted by my brother Lenrol. He asks, Dear Liz, almost every week I'm faced with the same dilemma. No one ever trusts the new elf in town. Travelers are always treated with suspicion, especially in small villages. Now, I want to know if you have any advice for how I can get people to warm up to me faster. Normally, they end up liking me, but by that point, I'm always ready to move on to the next village. Any advice is appreciated. Len. Well, I'll start out by saying that you're full of termite dung. Everyone you meet wants to be your friend, which can get pretty annoying for your only sibling who has to follow that act. 
but I suggest making our intentions clear as soon as you enter the village. Do a good deed or a public service that will give people a good impression of you. For example, um... Oh, if the village is being terrorized by a sphinx, you could attempt to answer its seemingly impossible riddle, even though answering it incorrectly will lead to your certain untimely death, because if you get it right, you will effectively vanquish the sphinx and save the villagers, gaining their trust in the process. Oh, or you could plant a tree. Yeah, either of those could work. Hope that helps. Thanks for writing in. Um, Len, don't, don't do the Sphinx thing. You're really bad at riddles. Love you. Bye. So we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our sponsor. And then maybe when we get back, we'll have some calls from listeners. If you need advice, just tell your speaking plant you want to call Lisfera at the Towering Forest radio station. Now, a word from our sponsor. Attention. If you or a loved one has been magically cursed, you may be entitled to financial compensation. A curse is an invocation that may change your appearance and or aspects of your life. For example, giving you a cow's tail, or causing anyone who makes eye contact with you to suddenly develop a terrible case of the hiccups. Exposure to a curse may not only affect you, but your children, your children's children, and so on. Until one day your great-great-great-great-grandchild defeats the being that cursed your bloodline in a glorious battle. Please don't wait. Tell your speaking plant you want to call Curse Breakers and Purse Makers for a free consultation today. Cursed beings, call now. Please note, Curse Breakers and Purse Makers doesn't actually break curses, nor can we ensure you will receive financial compensation from the witch wizard or other magical entity that cursed you in the first place, especially if they're particularly aggressive in nature. We just really liked the rhyme. Good morning, Grevlon, and welcome back to Dear Lysphera. My name's Lysphera, and if you're just tuning in on this show, I give advice to any folks and creatures who may need it. So if you have a problem that needs solving, just tell your speaking plant you want to call Lysphera at the Towering Forest radio station. And I- Whoa. Sorry. I genuinely was not expecting to get any calls today. Looks like we have a caller. This is- This is very exciting. Okay. Oh, deep breaths. Now is probably not the best time for me to remember that I actually have a lot of anxiety talking on the speaking plant. One time, my mom's told me that I had to start making my own appointments with a forest healer, and I nearly passed out when the person asked me for my date of birth. Couldn't remember it for the life of me. But I've gotten better, I think, so I should... Oh, sticks and stones, I should probably answer. Sorry. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello? Hi there. You're live on Dear Lysphera. On what? Dear Lysphera? It's an advice show? Shoot. I told my speaking plant to call my wedding planner. Their name is Lester P. Ra. That's what I get for not enunciating, I guess. Oh, I understand. Well, congratulations on your wedding. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been... It's been a lot. You know, people talk about how much work goes into planning a wedding, and you're like, sure, but we can handle it. But, whew, they really mean it. Well, could you use some advice? Maybe I can help. Do you know a lot about weddings? No. Oh, you're done talking. Um, why not? It could be good to talk some of this out. What's your name? Oh, I'm Blancana. You said this is on the radio? Yep, you're live to thousands of people. Oh, the station manager is shaking his head. Not thousands. Millions of people? We're live to millions of- Oh, he's walking out. Stretching his legs, I guess. So go on, Blancana. How has wedding planning been? I mean, there's always something, you know? Like- Okay, for example, we worked on the seating arrangements for weeks. I'm a first-generation fire genasi. My dad's a genie and my mom's a human. Oh, well, fire genies are born from fire and magic, right? So you don't have to worry about family on your dad's side. Yeah, you'd think, right? 
But my dad's a patron for a bunch of warlocks. So one day he pops up in our fireplace and is like, sweetheart, you need to add 23 more seats for these people you've never met before who are bound to my servitude in exchange for magic. And then he poofs away before I can ask if any of them need the vegan meal option. Oh, yikes. What about your fiance's family? Well, my soon-to-be mother-in-law is a dragon. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Oh, no, she's like literally a dragon. Oh. Yeah, she's super cool. She's paying for a lot of the wedding expenses. When is the wedding? In a couple months. We were gonna have it sooner, but we found out that the cliffside we chose for the ceremony looks out over a popular siren migration stop for this time of year. So we pushed it back. That could be nice, though. Free music. And free guests jumping off the cliff to their doom? Oh, right. Forgot about that part. Oh, I do actually have something I could use some advice for. Uh, well, maybe you can ask your wedding planner? I'm sure they'd be able to help. Are you... didn't you say this was an advice show? Oh, Namrus Alive, I forgot what we were doing here. Yes, yes, this is an advice show. Okay, hit me with your problem. So, my fiancé, Jael, she's so excited for our first dance. She's a great dancer. Me, not so much. Oh, I'm sure you're not so bad. Have you ever been so bad at something that you fear for other people's lives while you're doing it? Poetry. What was that? <clears throat> Nothing, I understand. Continue. A friend told me about this cobbler witch who you can commission to make custom magic dancing shoes, but her waitlist is so long. She told me she's busy with a huge order for a charity dance-a-thon in the fairy kingdom. I think they're raising money for the Grant-A-Wish Foundation? You know, you'd think that fairy shoes wouldn't take as long to make as larger shoes would. You would think! But she said she wouldn't be able to get to my shoes until next year. So, naturally, I asked Jael how she felt about postponing our wedding until next year. I assume she wasn't super into that idea. Have you ever seen a dragonborn woman shoot flames out of her nose, Lispira? Can't say I have. It's a fun party trick. Not so fun when you're not at a party. Anyway, I dropped that idea, but now I'm back to being nervous about the dance. Well, why exactly are you having a first dance? Like, what's the point? I don't know. I guess it's supposed to be a way to show everyone how we are together as a couple. So you think wearing magical dancing shoes is a good representation of your relationship with Jael? No. I guess not. I just don't want to embarrass her, you know? Well, has she seen you dance before? Yeah, tons of times. Well, I don't think she would have asked you to dance with her in front of all your friends and family if she thought you were going to embarrass her. I think she just wants to do something fun together. I do have fun dancing with her. Well, then that's all there is to it! No magical dancing shoes, no casting a blinding spell so no one can see you dance. Was that ever on the table? Just a backup idea I had, but I like this one better. Just have fun with it. Okay, just have fun with it. <laughs> hey. That was actually really good advice. It was? I mean, well, yeah, that's what you get when you call into Dear Lisphira. Only the best advice here. I have to run, but thanks for the advice. I feel a lot better now. Of course, happy to help. Thanks for calling. Bye. Well, I did not pass out. Marking that down as a successful first call. Oh, we have a new caller. Either that or Blancana still hasn't figured out how to enunciate. Hello, caller. You're live on Dear Lisphira. Oh, wow. Hi. Hi, what's your name? My name's Genevieve. I usually listen to the Towering Forest Station to relax on my walks. You know, those flutes, the breezes and all. But today I caught your show instead. And it's just as relaxing? Anyway, uh, I could use some advice. Oh, absolutely, you've got the expert here. Anything you need, I've got your answer. Lisfira Lindenbar, advice giver, at your service. Do you know how to get rid of buzzy bugs? Well, uh, what? You might not have them in the Towering Forest. I'm from the hills of Longhorn. Oh, you're a gnome! Well, not everyone who lives in the hills is a gnome. Oh, right. Sorry. But, yes, I'm a gnome. 
And bozzy bugs are... Buzzy bugs. They're these little fuzzy creatures. Greenish fur, big teeth. They travel in packs, usually at night. I've never seen a group this big out during the day. Anyway, after running for a bit, I scrambled up this tree to get away from them. Wait, you've been up a tree hiding from these things this whole time? Not hiding exactly. I assume they know I'm here, seeing as they're currently trying to climb over each other to reach my branch. Oh my, well what are you gonna do? Well, that's why I called. Why do I keep forgetting that I'm doing an advice show? Okay, um, alright, well we've got some books here in the studio. Let me see if I can find anything on boggy buzzes. Buzzy bogs. Buzzy bogs, got it. Um, do you mind talking while I go look? Don't want any dead air. Sure, don't want anything dying today. It's just unprofessional, you know. Oh, sure, I get it. Okay, great, thanks. Be right back. Buzzy bogs, buzzy bogs, buzzy bogs. Um, hi all. So, like I said, up a tree. Buzzy bogs trying to eat me. You know, my Mima always had a saying. A sunny day keeps the bogs away. But beware of the night, the buzzy bogs will give you a fright. Yeah, Mima didn't really understand the concept of rhythmic structure in a rhyme, but it was good advice. Until the buzzy bogs started coming out during the day. Maybe I should change the saying now. A sunny day keeps the bogs away, except when it doesn't. Uh, what rhymes with doesn't? Got it! Is it the word pleasant? That was my first thought too. It's a slant rhyme, but I don't hate it. What? No, I found a book that talks about buzzy bogs. Oh, fantastic. Quick update, because I just looked down, the buzzy bugs have figured out how to successfully stack onto one another, so I have about a minute before the first one reaches me. Ah, okay, uh, let me see, let me see, weaknesses, 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 here, it says weaknesses, pimple fruit juice. If you are under attack by a pack of buzzy bugs, spray them with pimple fruit juice. This should disorient them long enough for you to escape. Do you have any pimple fruit juice on you? No, I haven't had pimple fruit juice since I was like 10. Really? I'm 176 and I still drink pimple fruit juice. Well, please drink a glass in my honor after I'm eaten by the buzzy bugs. No! I can't have someone get eaten on my very first episode. Look around! Do you see any pimple fruit trees nearby? Well, I'm in a pimple fruit tree right now. What? Is there any fruit on it? Yeah, why? Pimple fruit juice comes from pimple fruits! Oh, I need to think about that. Oop, fuzzy bugs nipping in my boot. Squeeze the fruit onto them, hurry! Alrighty. They're falling. Yes! They look disoriented. I'm gonna jump down. Huh. Whew, that was a close one. <sighs> Are you safe? Yep, walking away from the buzzy bugs now. Thanks for your advice. Well, that's, that's what I'm here for. Thanks for calling. Goodbye. I'm getting the signal from the station manager that our time today is almost up. I- Oh. Oh. Never mind. I think he was just swatting a bear fly. But regardless, I do believe our time is almost up, so I'd just like to say thank you very much for listening to the very first episode of Dear Lysphera. Next up we have- Oh, hang on. Sorry. I have the schedule around here somewhere. Oh, here. Yes. Next up we have eight hours of the sound of branches creaking in the wind. Thrilling. I hope to talk with you all again very soon, but in the meantime, my name's Lesphira. Keep your chin up and watch out for baggy bogs. Boozy bags. Boggy buzz. What were they called again? Thank you for listening to Dear Lesphira, which was created, written, and edited by Katie Siegel. Lesphira was voiced by Katie Siegel. Blancana was voiced by Milena Moxay. Ginevec was voiced by Amanda Stankowitz. The sponsor was voiced by Dan Robertson. And I'm Nicole. Hi! 
If you could leave a kind review for this podcast, that'd be awesome, especially if you'd like more episodes. In the meantime, for more Dear Lesphira, check out at Katie Flies Away on TikTok. Or don't. Live your life. Bye!